This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to TechCrunch's Spoken Edition. When it comes to automotive mobility, the only news that matters is this. Michigan is the epicenter for innovation, technology, and testing. Home to over 75% of the nation's automotive R&D spending and North America's only real-world all-condition testing. Learn how Michigan is driving the future at planetm.com. A new solar technology could be the next big boost for renewable energy by Jonathan Scheiber. Across the globe, a clutch of companies from Oxford, England to Redwood City, California, are working to commercialize a new solar technology that could further boost the adoption of renewable energy generation. Earlier this year, Oxford PV, a startup working in tandem with Oxford University, received $3 million from the UK government to develop the technology, which uses a new kind of material to make solar cells. Two days ago in the US, a company called Swift Solar raised $7 million to bring the same technology to market, according to a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Called a perovskite cell, the new photovoltaic tech uses hybrid organic-inorganic lead or tin halide-based material as the light-harvesting active layer. It's the first new technology to come along in years to offer the promise of better efficiency in the conversion of light to electric power at a lower cost than existing technologies. Perovskite has let us truly rethink what we can do with the silicon-based solar panels we see on roofs today, said Sam Stranks, the lead scientific advisor and one of the co-founders of Swift Solar in a TED Talk. Another aspect that really excites me, how cheaply these can be made. These tin crystalline films are made by mixing two inexpensive, readily abundant salts to make an ink that can be deposited in many different ways. This means that perovskite solar panels could cost less than half of their silicon counterparts. First incorporated into solar cells by Japanese researchers in 2009, the perovskite solar cells suffered from low efficiencies and lacked stability to be broadly used in manufacturing. But over the past nine years, researchers have steadily improved both the stability of the compounds used and the efficiency that these solar cells generate. Oxford PV in the UK is now working on developing solar cells that could achieve conversion efficiencies of 37%, much higher than existing polycrystalline photovoltaic or thin-film solar cells. New chemistries for solar cell manufacturing have been touted in the past, but cost has been an obstacle to commercial rollout, given how cheaply solar panels became, thanks in part to a massive push from the Chinese government to increase manufacturing capacity. Many of those manufacturers eventually folded, but the survivors managed to maintain their dominant position in the industry by reducing the need for buyers to look to newer technologies for cost or efficiency savings. 
There's a risk that this new technology also faces, but the promise of radical improvements in efficiencies at costs that are low enough to attract buyers have investors once again putting money behind alternative solar chemistries. Oxford PV has already set a world-leading efficiency mark for perovskite-based cells at 27.3%. That's already 4% higher than the leading monocrystalline silicon panels available today. Today, commercial-sized perovskite-on-silicon tandem solar cells are in production at our pilot line, and we are optimizing equipment and processes in preparation for commercial deployment, said Oxford PV's CTO Chris Case in a statement. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.